Disclosure Statement I do not claim to speak for all adoptees in this article, nor do I claim all adoptive parents are abusive or fit the narrative of the topics brought to light in this article. Chill hashtag Apragility. And for the record, Jesus, his love, our adoptive parents' love or a house full of stuff isn't enough. I keep seeing individuals use Jesus as a reason to invalidate the reality and truth of the adoptee experience. This has to stop. Adoptees are dying. Please stop. Listen to adoptees before it's too late. First things first, if we're transparent, adoption is messy AF. Everything about it. It's complicating, emotional, taxing, and exhausting. There is no one-size-fits-all, and all stories are unique in their own way. I've not only navigated my adoptee journey and spent most of my life in agony over it, but I've listened to the stories of hundreds of my fellow adoptees. We all have in common that we experience painful pieces of our journeys that can impact many areas of our lives, if not every area. So what's the big deal? Everyone deals with pain in life. The big deal is that we live in a world that promotes and celebrates adoption, just like religion, but do they realize they promote relinquishment trauma on every child separated from their biological mother? While they pray for another person's child, they ignore entirely that every adoption is rooted in loss and trauma first. They are praying for trauma to happen. If you have ever prayed for a child to adopt, you are guilty. Thousands of adoptees have walked before me and navigated these muddy and messy waters of trying to navigate a life that's rooted in relinquishment trauma. Thousands of adoptees are walking behind me that haven't yet made the connection, and some are slowly emerging out of the adoptee fog, figuring out just how damaging relinquishment trauma is on every person separated from their biological mothers at the beginning of life. For some of us, we don't make this connection until later in life. We become all too familiar with waking up every day trying to make sense of it all, trying to heal, and finding happiness when our very beginnings were severed from the woman who should love and want us the most, our biological mothers. Society has this conditioned belief that adoption can be an excellent and painless alternative to many scenarios in life. For example, maybe someone can't have children of their own or they want to save unwanted children, so they sign an adoption registry and start the process to adopt a child. Whatever the reason is, we need to get to the root of the problems, and there are many. Adoption is a supply and demand multi-billion dollar unregulated industry. Check out the child catchers, rescue, trafficking, and the new gospel of adoption by Catherine Joyce or the stork market, America's multi-billion dollar unregulated industry by Mira Ribin if you need to research for yourself. If adoption agencies would genuinely care for the child's best interest, they wouldn't be in the business of separating them from their biological mothers. Whether some women choose to parent or not, if we have more adoption agencies, we have more accessibility to provide services for a mother to pass her baby over to strangers. Just like the more adoptive parents who want to adopt, keep these businesses in the business. Unfortunately, these agencies are for profit. Of course, that's why an adoption costs so much, yet we fail to realize that adoption today is rooted in legalized human trafficking. If you haven't figured this out by now, I encourage you to do some soul-searching and researching. The adoption industry is selling babies and making a living off of doing it. When a price tag is being put on a human being's head for any cost, it's human trafficking. It shouldn't matter that adoption is legalized, it doesn't mean it's right. When many adopted children are adopted, they are legally assigned a new identity, and their history is essentially erased. However, even when our beginnings are painful or abusive, 
we are still connected to our past via DNA and our history. We all have a history, even when the system of adoption is set up to destroy, erase and abolish its existence. Even when it's painful, we deserve to know our truth and all of it. Why are so many secrets kept in adoption? When someone signs up to adopt a child, they sign up to co-sign for secrecy, lies, and half-truths regarding the adoptive child. Do you know what secrecy, lies, and half-truths do to a human being? They destroy them and stall their healing. When biological mothers refuse to share the truth about the conception, birth, and biological father of the adoptee, they add many levels of shame and secrecy the adoptee later has to uncover. It's agonizing to not know who you are or where you come from. Why should adoptees have to experience deception at every turn? We deserve more than that. Honesty. Truth. Transparency. It's no secret that we can't heal from half-truths because we don't know what we are healing from. So if you ever wondered why your adopted child or adopted adult in your life is angry, sad, depressed, addicted to substances or struggling, I would like to look no further. Relinquishment trauma compacted by adoption trauma is the culprit. I'm not saying other things might exacerbate these issues. However, the root cause is abandonment, rejection, relinquishment trauma, and adoption trauma. For those unfamiliar with the statistics, adoptees are 4x more likely to attempt suicide, and were overrepresented in jails, prisons, treatment, and mental health facilities. Why? Because adoption is rooted in secrecy and lies, anything embedded in secrecy and lies is bound to have significant repercussions. It's also rooted in relinquishment trauma. If you support adoption, you are a co-signer. Why should we have to spend our whole lives trying to fix what adoption has broken? Why should we have to fight the world for our truth? Why should we have to experience relinquishment trauma, to begin with? Why is our history, ethnicity, siblings, DNA connections, medical history, original birth certificates, and biological connections and relationships be kept from us? Why does the world rob us from acknowledging our grief, loss, and trauma? Why have our adoptive parents co-signed for this pain? Why did our biological mothers give us away? Why should we have to look at doctors our whole lives and say, I don't know my medical history, I'm adopted? Were they genuinely ignorant? Or did they choose to ignore these realities for the sake of their wants and needs? Adoptees deserve more. It's no secret that there have never been resources for adoptees until recently. We didn't sign any paperwork, yet we are sentenced to life for a crime we didn't commit. For most of us, learning our truth is the beginning key to accept that truth, acknowledge it, and make a choice to move towards healing. No truth equals no healing. If our truth is kept secret from us, it will always have ways of impacting our lives and circling back around. It will keep surfacing. We often depend on substances to take our pain away because it's so great we can't process the feelings or address the trauma. Don't read this and think for a minute that open adoption is any better. The secrecy part is usually not there, however, did you ever wonder what it's like to be traumatized over and over again by being removed from your biological mother over and over again? You see her one day, and then you are ripped from her arms the next? How can anyone inflict this type of pain on a child they supposedly love? Open adoptions aren't legally binding, and many times adoptive parents have no problems closing the adoptions. Door slam in your face, and there is nothing you can do about it. Nothing. Adoptees are met with adoptive parents who believe that Jesus, 
love, and a nice home are enough to stand in the gap for what the adoptee has lost. This is manipulative and gaslighting behavior. Let me be completely honest, you are fooling yourself if you think that any amount of love can replace the woman that gave us life. Jesus has never healed my adoptee wounds, and even if I believed he was real, I did at one point in my life, I can and will never think he's in the business of separating mothers and babies. If you believe this, you are delusional. That sick and twisted mentality is one of the many reasons I am no longer a believer. A fancy house, a two-parent home, and all the material belongings in the world will never replace the loss in adoptee experiences. Adoptive parents get divorced, abuse their adoptive kids every day. Adoptees are sexually abused in their adoptive homes all the time. Many times adoptive kids are used as pawns to fill a void in the lives of their adoptive parents. Many of us are adopted solely to take care of our adoptive parents in their old age and even replace the relationship with a biological child that went south. Yet, time and time again, we're expected to meet the expectations of our adopters, and no matter how hard we try, we always fall short. We are not their DNA, and we will never be. Yet, we notice being treated differently. We know when we are treated like the adopted child and adult in the family. We know when we don't fit in or belong. Trust me, we feel it every day of our lives. As adoptees how it feels to be left out of the will, just because you are the adopted one in the family. Ask adoptees what it feels like to sit at the funeral of a biological mother or father, yet not be listed in the obituary as if they don't even exist. Adoptees deserve far more than what they get. The moral of the story is, get on the right side of wrong. Listen to adoptees before IT's too late. Understand that many of us aren't grateful at all for all of this pain and trauma being inflicted on us at no fault of our own, nor should we be expected to be. Understand that many of us would have rather been aborted, and if you are withholding the truth from an adoptee, you need to share the truth now. Even when the truth hurts, we want it because it's ours. If you see your adopted child or the child you adopted who is now an adult hurting, help them process pain, grief and loss. Try harder to understand your adoptee's pain, and never diminish it or tell them they should be grateful or get over it and move on. Never use Jesus as a tool that intercedes in them processing pain. Research spiritual bypassing and don't do it. Understand there is no time frame on grief and processing all that is lost in research and become great at helping an adoptee process grief and loss. Know that there is nothing you can do to fix us or take our pain away, and we would like to ask you politely to please stop trying. The world might feel like we have a replacement family for our biological mothers and families, but we haven't. That's a fantasy, and the sooner everyone realizes this, the better. No one can sweep our DNA under the rug, but they keep trying. I can promise you that the truth always comes out, especially now more than ever, with the increasing ability to do DNA testing. There is no amount of money, fancy car, house or vacations that can make up for what was lost because of adoption. Nothing on this earth can replace the memories and relationships lost. Nothing. For my fellow adoptees, never give up hope in finding your truth. If anyone has told you your biological parents are deceased, do not believe it. I repeat, do not believe it unless you are standing over their grave after you have done DNA testing to confirm you share DNA with them. I can't tell you how many times I have learned that adoptees are told their biological parents are deceased, only for them to be very much alive. I am one of these adoptees who was told my birth father was deceased, and I refused to believe it and later found out he was very much alive. Please know you didn't deserve the cards you were dealt. You deserved far more.
You are strong, and even in the dark moments, realize you aren't alone. You are a survivor, surviving daily? Know that you don't owe anyone anything outside of yourself. I challenge you to take back what was taken from you because you are the only person who can do it. Look deep within yourself, and you will find precisely what you need. Love, love. The views and opinions expressed in this article are that of the author, Pamela A. Coronova. Reproduction of the material contained in this publication may be made only with the written permission of Pamela A. Coronova. Oh, 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 oh,